Hi everybody and welcome to Catch My Thrift. We have a very special guest with us today. And without further ado, she is going to introduce herself. <laughs> um, hi to all the listeners. My name is Amazon. Also go by Ammo or... Nah, let's just stick to those two. Um, There's more. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> people know me by different things. So for now, that we'll, we'll keep it at that. Um, people know you by different things. Different names, yeah, okay. throughout the, the time of mm. my life. What, you want to know these? No, I want to hear about these different times and why is it that you have different names for different times? Okay. <laughs> so, another name would be Gypsy, and that was because I've moved a lot. Makes sense. This last move actually makes it 43 times. In how long? In my life span so 23 years and 43 moves (laughs) yes um so 23 and 23 wow i've had the name gypsy before as well as my family calling me amy which is only for family so don't even try it yo (laughs) um yeah so it's emo emmy gypsy then there's ama which people call me at work it's mainly like the poc type people what's the poc person of color okay yeah um i have old people listening to my podcast bro. Like, oh yeah yeah okay sure <laughs> my mom doesn't know what a poc is so poc person of color um yeah i think it just depends on how close people are to me or how close i allow them i'm not just gonna accept any nickname because no i gave you a name and that was boomer oh boomer is quite cool um boomer because off. we know what we're referencing although boomer in uh what you call it young people talk they refer to old people so if you're a boomer you're like <laughs> it still makes old. sense you're an old soul i, I think am. you're an old soul yeah lokia omachi with my crochet and all yeah, exactly <laughs> i'm just saying there are two different meanings now to that but yeah that's Loki me that's omachi. me that's mm-hmm. me and what do you do how do you how do you how do you spend your day like my weekday or every day or which day okay tell us what you do for fun firstly i crochet for fun (laughs) oh and like i consider making music fun but Mm -hmm. it is also a task because it does take energy it does need me to give a bit more energy to it but it's still a fun thing like i get excited especially if i'm in studio or like i just figured out the next bar or the next line it makes me super hyped so you're an artist even performing yeah yes okay so we have we have artist and we have designer as well yes and entrepreneur yes Mm, and strong independent women model and (laughs) okay and model yes i mean i put that on the back seat for a while now but i'd like to get back into it because that was also fun so like being creative is important to you extremely extremely Okay, so we could say that the vast majority of your, what do you do? When I say what do you do, you could say I'm creative. Yes, Um, I'm a creative soul. I'm always open to learning and then also passing on to the next person. Okay, okay, so teaching and passing on is also important to you as well. Mm. Oh, wow. Do you have any like, um, I guess, no, you actually do. You told me about the with the crocheting thing that sooner or later you'd like to see yourself start like some kind of a club or a school or something like that yeah my goal with the crocheting thing it wasn't just to start 
my own brand and be like ah, i do this um it's to create a collective for other people who have similar interests but don't maybe have the platform to get in the right eyes or get in the right places where they want to be so okay. i figured as a solo crochet artist it's harder to do what you want to do but if we're a team we will become more visible because we are like with a bigger force mm. so you're gonna see us and i just want to uplift other people who can who can't do it for themselves okay well i mean i guess all of us i, I think the vast majority of us listening here all know what crocheting is and we all kind of like I guess for lack of a better stereotype um, associated with tiny things, you know, mm-hmm. like you said, uh, your, your low-key omachi. All the people things. Yeah, yeah. However, so. crocheting has become a more, what, how would we say it? Mainstream? Mainstream medium or form of creating things. And I think lockdown did play a big impact in that because a lot of people were just at home and bored as shit, so... They were trying to figure out what can we do with our time, what do we like, what's easy to learn off of YouTube or, you know? Mm-hmm. So I've noticed, at least online, that a lot of people started in that way. A lot of young people started in that way. And now it's like, okay, now they're back to their normal classes and studies and day jobs, but it's still something that they, they picked up the skill for, they found an interest in. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, those people I want to kind of bring out of the the corners because all the people are still doing it like my aunt my my aunts mm-hmm. plural um they've been doing it for years and it's just been like a side hobby and okay. even for them i'd like to bring it out more that they can take this further if they wanted to so i actually have now <laughs> recently introduced them into this collective they are my first team members and even my aunt this morning, she was super excited. She's like, ah, we got a project, we're going to do this thing. Because she has a few of her things in local shops. Mm-hmm. But she feels this, that there's no, like, traction. There's, pe- people aren't interested. But I'm like, if you explore it in different ways, you'll see that there is an actual big interest in this thing. You're just seeing it more in the old way of seeing it like, oh, you need to get your stuff in a shop and hope it gets sold. Yeah, regardless of what you make, you just make something and you put it out there and hope that somebody wants it. But I feel like if you back yourself up in anything that you're doing, you can do it. You can sell it, you can make it, you can make a business, an empire. (laughs) Okay, well, I didn't mention this, but to my viewers, Amazon is Aquarian, (laughs) born under the sun of Aquarius. And if that wasn't evident, it should be now because... She went and answered my question without me even asking. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even ask the question. So the question I was going to ask is, um, uh, uh, although the vast majority of us do associate crocheting with uh, something that older people would do, how do you think it's something that's way more relevant now in terms of, let's say, for example, fashion and, and, and like latest fashion trends and things like that, like how... How is it way more relevant to the youth now as opposed to just something that we would assume that Tanikis do? What's changed? What's changed? I think social media. <laughs> okay. Because older people didn't have the social media thing, so they were doing it in their in their in their um, lounges, right? And they were making for the church people, they were making for their community. But now with social media we have a broader reach. So we can literally push anything 
we see, we envision, mm-hmm. and be like, this is also something you can have, also something you can do. Oh, wow. That's why when she was like, oh, she's putting it in the shops, I was like, I see that and I see you, and um, that's cool because to get your product in a shop is also hard in its own way. But I'm like, for my generation, for my people I know, where are they gonna look first if they want to get something, if they want to buy something? Online. Probably. You're going to search your Instagram, see mm-hmm. if there's any online shops. You're going to ask friends on any social media platform. Mm-hmm. TikTok is also major. I still need to get into that part, by <laughs> the way. Um, so I know for me, at least, that's where people are looking now. And also, if you get your stuff on Pinterest, Pinterest boards, yeah, that Pinterest. like sells itself. Pinterest. My mother lives on Pinterest. It is a beautiful aesthetic around it you're gonna find it you're gonna <laughs> want it you're gonna oh, i can get this and it's local what okay so, social media made a big change in that are you you a big fan of supporting local yeah i try to do as much as i possibly can but also budget yeah um <laughs> for sure the money needs to be yeah there. they need to they need to the, the, the accounts the accounts need to balance up nicely yeah but definitely, I'd rather support someone local than spending extra money to go outside of it and then not even know the background story of this business or this product or this person. And then, what? I just spend my money for the sake of spending money. I hear that. I hear that. So tell me then, with regards to the whole crocheting thing, I'm, I'm one of the, I guess I'm going to be one of your future customers right Mm -hmm. and i remember you mentioning how you've noticed that one of the gaps in the market is the lack of fashionable items or crocheted items for men yes can you talk to me about um what other what other gaps in the market that you see without giving away your source too much but yeah, what are the gaps in the market that you see in terms of like because i think the vast majority of us only think of crochet as a beanie and a scarf Blankets. and gloves yeah and maybe a jersey if you're yes, really good at jersey thing. that's it so in like as you were saying there is a lack in the men's department in this medium mm-hmm. because if you look now online on youtube on tiktok instagram you search uh, cute crochet ideas it's generally um pushed towards female mm-hmm. things and if not that it's like everyday items that we may use just done in a different way so people are doing a lot of like cute little tote bags or bottle holders or just small accessories around the house also that it's a crocheted item and it can be used but if you search men they give you the basic genetic of like here's a jersey here's a beanie (laughs) and it's only men oriented because they call it this for men it's very gender specified. So this is your men's jersey. This Ooh, is your men's yeah. beanie, men's scarf. But I'm like, what else? So okay. only now recently I've noticed there's been a small pickup in that side where people want to make things for men. So they, they do shirts and shorts maybe. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's still lacking. A lot more could be done. I'm not sure where I'm going to take it, but I feel like a lot more could be done. And me having a lot of male friends is like, if I'm making skirts tops and little bralettes that's cute and i like that because i'm gonna wear it for sure but now what are my male friends wearing 
Like, you know? I mean, I could wear the skirts. I'm not sure about the bralettes. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, also not everyone is adventurous as you. Like, you're hey. open to be like, I think this is cool. I like how this looks. Let me try it. Whether yeah. it's a skirt, a dress, or... Hey, a, it's clothes. You know? It's clothes. But not everyone is that adventurous or... Absolutely yeah. not, yeah. So yeah. I want something that my male friends can be like, that's dope. I want to wear that. And it's light and it's easy and I don't need to think too much in it. Wow. Wow. Um, one of my biggest, uh, one of the things that I enjoy the most or that I'm so proud of, of the fact that you started the crocheting thing is the sustainability of it. Like, if God forbid anything were to happen, like an apocalypse or something like that, and then mm-hmm. all of the machines go, all mm-hmm. the shops go, like... Can you make your own clothes? Like, exactly. are we, are we going to be naked? <laughs> That's my thing, though. That's my thing, though. So I always... I'm here for the whole apocalypse vibe. I'm not saying uh-uh. bring it on, you know. But I've always been someone that's like, stay ready. Because I know it's coming. Whether it's zombies, whether it's an infection, <laughs> quote-unquote, COVID. Whether it's anything in that sort. I feel it's like coming. I'm ready for it. Because I think it's so important to start building those kind of skills now Mm -hmm. even though we are in a technologically advanced um, society Mm -hmm. building basic skills that people had way back in the day like do you know how to build a fire do you know how to i don't know like make Make your own clothes make a shelter think of survivor the Mm. show eh that should have been a training test for us visually like absolutely if you were just thrown out in a jungle can you do things to help you survive love and continue to love so i think making crochet items is a part of that because okay fair enough there's not going to be wool world around the corner (laughs) here right but if you have sheeps you're farming sheeps yeah you can start that process yes it's going to take some time yes it's going to take some i know how to make wool but like making your wool to make your clothes that can be something you learn because it's right there it's something from the earth it's something that's Doable. And it's a transferable skill. Mm. You could teach me how to crochet. Exactly. Think, right? So I think learning skills like that is very important. There are a few other ones that I would like to learn. Like, oh, tell us, please. You know, in, in a situation of like defending myself, I would like okay. to take up archery. Oh. And I know that seems like, but why don't you just get like a gun or get a knife? Or I'm like, no, 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 no. My name is Amazon, guys. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to have a bow and arrow, and if I need to hunt, if I need to defend myself, this is the skill I want to learn, amongst others. Someone watched too much Hunger Games. Eh? It's not even Hunger Games. It's all the apocalypse movies. Every single one. Ask me. I bet I watched it. The bow and arrow. The bow and arrow. But bow and arrow is my go-to. A spear would be my second. Okay. And then. Yeah, I don't know after that. Eh? I'm a sword man. Sword. But now, sword. You now you must go find your sword. If you don't know how to make it yourself and weld it and ting, ting, ting. And ting, ting, ting. Smith it. you need to go find. And that's the thing. I can make arrows out of anything. As long as I have a sharp stone. As long as I have a sharp stone, I can carve sticks into arrows. I can make, yeah? I can twist a branch and get some wool. There the wool comes back. And make my bow and arrow from scratch. I don't need to go and find it necessarily. So if you're, ladies really and gentlemen, uh, <laughs> we're gonna, we're definitely gonna 
take her up on that one i'm gonna we're gonna have a visual podcast in another episode and she's gonna show us how to make a bow and arrow out of anything i will i will and trust and believe me i will show you okay so we're past the first um 10 minute mark as you know we do have an interlude around every 10 minutes or so so we're gonna pause this section and then we're gonna see you after the interlude And we are back with the second segment back at it again. of Cash My Thrift. Let's go. No, let's go that way. I think it'll be louder this way. Okay, but we still got the spot. Eh? Yeah. Oh, okay. So we are <laughs> taking a walk on the streets of Observatory. Lower Main. Lower Main. And we are chatting, I guess, something different now. What's on your mind, Amazon? Well, right now, <laughs> I'm so sorry. But right now, what's on my mind is eggs and milk. Eggs and milk. Eggs and milk. Eggs and milk. No, next, next time. Next time. Next time. Next time, Baba. Eggs and milk. Okay, well, that's 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 a good topic that we can chat about, definitely. So, adulting. Let's talk about adulting. How old are you, if you don't mind telling people your age? 23. Okay, and, and how long have you been adulting? Yo, I don't even know, man. I feel like it hits me in waves, and each wave is different, so we can't really say, hey. Okay. But for a while. For a while, for a while. Yeah. I feel like a lot of a lot of us, like uh, millennials and Gen Zs, if that can be like put into like one group, we, we have all had to like become adults very quickly. <laughs> we all had to grow up very, very quickly. And it's crazy, bro. Like... I grew up when like one rand was a fuckload of money, yo. Yeah. One rand could do the most, honestly. But now, like a hundred bucks, it's chump change. It, it really gets you the bare minimum and then you're still like, damn, damn that hundred rand. And then like, when you have to like, really really think about why the vast majority of people yeah we're going that way the vast majority of the people in our age group are suffering from anxiousness and depression and anxiety and all kinds of weird things because we're all trying to figure out some crazy plan (laughs) while the whole world is changing what do you think people should really focus on do you think, what do you think people should rather put their time into as opposed to focusing on the stresses of everyday life? What do you do to avoid everyday life stresses? Um, find the little things that actually make you happy and give energy to that. I think the more energy we give into this mainstream way of thinking, the more power it gains. And that's why it works or doesn't work. I get that. I get that. Okay. Milk is down here. Milk. Yeah. So, So, okay. Sorry, (laughs) I was just going to say, on the topic of milk earlier, why I say that my lactose-free milk is cheaper at Woolworths than at Spa. I don't know why, actually. Oh my goodness, this milk is called no lack. It's 29 rand for a litre. Is this a litre? Of 
Lactose free milk, right? It's actually 28.99, but I like the milk. I rounded up, I rounded up. <laughs> I like the milk. Um, a chick is, I'm sure it's probably like, if that has increased by now, 30 something. Mm. But at Woolworths, it's still like 22 rand for the same thing, and it actually tastes better. Why? Why do you? I don't buy know. Like no lack. Oh, <laughs> I know that. Ooh, eggs. Um, Over there. Because I am lactose intolerant, or lactose, I don't know. Okay. And there's no eggs here. What do you mean? There's eggs all in front of you. Oh, I just looked at the first. <laughs> Nothing else below it. <laughs> okay, that was twenty-nine. Plus. Do you bake? Yes, I love baking. Really? Yeah. What's your favorite thing to bake? Um, I do a good marble pudding, but also mm. um, scones and then scones. hard meringues are also quite good. <laughs> hard meringues. Uh, like you oven bake them, so it's like gooey in the middle and then has a cracky outside. Oh. Um, yeah, okay. but I haven't baked in a while. I don't know where my baking mojo has gone. Do you have an oven where you live now? Yes, I assume it's working. <laughs> I haven't tested it. You should it find out. You should do some baking soon. Baking with Emma. That you can catch on the upcoming channel, Come Bloom With Me. Ooh. Where I'm sure there'll be an episode. Where we bring back and revive the channel that so once you're was. You're stealing my content for your episode. That started. <laughs> Dude, it was right there. And I'm like, how could I not take that opportunity? Plus, now it we kind of holds to me it. to my plan of where I need to revive the channel. We do have it's to. Accountability, right? Yes, we, have, we absolutely have to get your podcast going again. And yours is not even a podcast, it's a whole channel. Yeah, it's, it's like a whole network. TV show, but yeah, different things, different things. Essentially, the beginnings of like that whole um, creative collective that we were talking about as like a long-term goal type of thing mm-hmm. for you with the crocheting and like having a space for people to come. The podcast ties into that, doesn't it? Yeah, I feel like at the end it'll all tie into each other because I don't do anything without reason or without. Nothing's right. Is this man Next calling us? Now nah, we'll go here, man. Hello. Good in you? Yes, please. Where's Fatima? What? I'm not allowed to ask. It's so specific. Like, you don't ask without. I don't know. When she's not here, do you ask where she is? <laughs> Don't put me on the spot here, okay? Please. No one is pushing me Where's Fatima? Fatima. She knows who? Oh, she knows. She knows. She knows. <laughs> I know she knows. Mm. Mind share the name? <laughs> no, she knows. She knows. Tell him this one. She knows. Hello, how 
we just, I'm pretty sure there was a form of judgment as we came and approached the bench. But then we just spoke to her and it was a whole thing. In a moment you had, but it was like, it created a moment. <laughs> I feel like that's, that's the potential of every single conversation everywhere anytime it's just how much effort you're willing to put into the things that you're going to say and also just listening to people but yeah that was fun that was fun i don't know if i'm going to keep that in or if i'm going to edit it out you want one okay. yes boss good 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 papa how much one This really should be a video. Actually, I wonder if... Yo, I hope I don't mess up the podcast when I try to do this. Because <laughs> I might hit the stop button. You want some onion? Ah, sorry. Uh, just a little bit. Hey, Dave. What is it? How about now? Is it still recording? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know actually. We can we can actually do you wanna go home? We can take a slow walk. Oh okay, am I still good? Uh yeah, I think we're still good. Yeah, we're totally still good. Mm-hmm. But don't worry, all of the random silences and things like that, I'll probably edit out. Yo, Bali, next time, ne? I promise. Okay. Maybe okay. even two rand next time, Bali. Yo, you don't know. Okay. It's good. I know this Bali man. I know this guy so well. This white guy behind me. I just, I just can't put my, I just can't put my finger on it. And I feel like he's pre-obs, pre-pandemic obs from back, back in the day, way back. Back into time. Back in time. Because I'm definitely going to finish this if it's in my hands. But I at least want to be healthy. Where did I leave my... I didn't leave my keys in the shop here, okay? What time did they close? Uh, like half an hour ago. No, oh, bro, I think I left my keys outside. Okay, one last one, then I'm gonna finish it inside. There we go. Mm. So we have Amazon feeding me. <laughs> An absolute first on the podcast. I doubt I'm going to be having anything like this on the podcast. 
I really don't think any of my other guests are going to be feeding me chocolates and things. <laughs> oh, wait, I did give you a chocolate earlier. <laughs> and chocolate hot doggers and ice creams. Come with us. I will have you know that um, me and yo, accident, bah! Um, me and Amazon have been friends for quite a while. And that whole time that I've known her, she works at the coolest and like dopest ice cream place you will find on Lower Main. It's called Tapi Tapi. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you ever find yourself on Lower Main, it's very easy to find. It's right next door to the Ob's bookstore. Mm-hmm. And yeah, come and experience like the craziest, craziest uh, ice cream flavors you can imagine. Like a real adventure for your taste buds. But anyway, because she works at this really, really cool place, she has been trying to shove spoons of ice cream <laughs> tasters down my mouth <laughs> for a long time. It's not as because <laughs> it makes it seem, no. For a long time. Like, I reckon. Oh, that's a gorgeous bike. Damn. We give three taste tasters to all customers. Absolutely. So when he comes in, I'm always just like, don't you want to try? Maybe there's a flavor you like. Absolutely. And then he's just like, nah. <laughs> This way. Oh. <laughs> what do you think of terminator behind no, us? No, man, I thought it was something in the buy shop or something. Like, what the hell? No, man, don't come up here. Kill us. Wait, but don't we still have another joint? Yes. So then, why am I going home? Can't you smoke outside? Like, just around the corner? Just put down your milk. And then we'll smoke and then... I actually don't want to talk about... Yeah, but that's... Things like that on the podcast. Edit. Yeah, we're going to edit all that paraphernalia out, mom. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm going to keep it in there. (laughs) Because like my mother's my biggest fan of the podcast now. She gave me a call yesterday. Sweetest thing ever. And... Okay, I'll tell you. I think this, this is something that we can talk about. And also, you can give me some good advice because you're on the other side, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, the last two episodes I'm are. Dead. You're dead? <laughs> you're dead? <laughs> you're on the other side. <laughs> I'm like, what? I said yes, but I'm like, what? <laughs> Sorry, no, I get I'm <laughs> Actually, no, no, no. Specifically, um, you are in a relationship with someone and I'm single. Oh, okay. Yeah. That other side. Now, you see, it wasn't No, but that clear. you see, no, that's because you, you just expose yourself. You don't listen to the podcast. You hear <laughs> your guest number six. I mean, episode number six, guest hey, number hey. two. And then you don't even listen. So, I mean, Sorry. yeah, it's okay. It's okay. I forgive you. I'll listen. Yeah, when you, when you find the time, obviously. Uh, Sorry, back to the question. What was the question? Mm. So, someone on the other side. Yeah, I was still going to build up to the question. So my mother, I the last two episodes is me talking about like how basically more than anything, I'm here in Cape Town, like not on a mission of like finding a school or finishing a degree or finding a good job or anything. Actually on a mission of like finding like a good life partner, mm. which is a weird thing. And my mother called me about that and she was like, what the fuck? Nobody <laughs> sent you to go do that. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> Who gave you that message? Who gave you Was that mission, me, boy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like, um, 
Yeah, I talk about a whole bunch of different things and like the one thing I talk about is when you're working on self-mastery and like just bettering yourself, your social circle. Yo, I felt like my chef said was gone. <laughs> yes. your, 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 your social circle becomes infinitely smaller. So you 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 surround yourself with less and less of people and and a lot mm-hmm. of friends start to get cut off. Yep. And then when you're looking for someone specific like a partner, it it even becomes like even harder. Like your 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 standards become higher. You you narrow it down so well yeah. that it, it it's like looking for a needle in a haystack. How, what are your thoughts on that? Specifically well, in Cape Town. So, I don't see it fully to the way you concluded okay. your statement. Yeah? Okay. Because Obviously I agree with a, a lot of the things you did say, yeah. but now, to me, I don't like narrow it down and like, because I feel like that was my previous fears and the previous events affecting my decision. I still love in the same way. And I think those things taught me how I want to be loved. So it's not about finding the right person, but it's like the right person that treats you mm-hmm. the way you want to be treated. That's something that. I don't know, it's sad to say, but either happens or it doesn't. You know, the filtering process is just the hard and shitty part. I won't lie to you, I have also heard that a few times where, like I see it a lot also, like, you know, we see a lot of like TikToks that are like talking about relationship things and stuff. It's one of the higher topics on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And there's this one thing that they always say that you should go for the person that likes you, not the person that you like. Yeah, but also no, because... Then I think of all the people who like me, and I'm like, I don't like them. (laughs) I don't like them. Like, there's a reason why I don't like them. Mm. My soul or something inside of me is picking up on things that I might not see clearly. So, that also of like, fine, be with a person that likes you, and then like, what, learn to love them? Okay. That's no. It doesn't seem like a good option. It does sound like a bit of a recipe for a disaster. It does sound like a bit of a half-tank situation. Yeah. And I don't think you're going to get far on a half-tank. And then you're also just settling because you're like, fine, whoever this person is because now you like me, someone finally likes me. Let me just grab this. No. Well, I, don't, I wouldn't say it's like the only criteria, but... I think it's kind of important. I mean, you're not necessarily... Okay, no, it's well, just you... as important for the person to like you. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. But I'm saying, as long as you reciprocate those feelings and yeah. intentions, then, then it's good. But no, if it's really just because they like you, now you're like, sure, you're somewhat attractive and you like me, let's go. That's not going to end well. I get that. I get that. Hmm. Do you think um, traditional, uh, I guess, rules about like this whole thing, like you can, you're only supposed to start thinking about having kids and being married at a certain age, or once you have a certain amount of money in your bank account and stuff? What do, what do you, what do you, how do you feel about those things? Disagree, unsubscribe, <laughs> not thumbs up, man. Thank you. Um, when it's time, it's time. No, I think the way society built that shit out is horrible. We as humans are horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Plain and simple. Um, love is love. You can't control it. And just feel things more. I feel like people are just scared to feel things because of how it has broken us down in the past, but it was manipulated by others. Mm. Now we're all just scared to feel. 
feel things enjoy the moments and even if it hurts facts we're strong right no <laughs> i'm not <laughs> nah if we're still here yeah no come I do, on yeah. we went through a pandemic a panasonic a yeah panoramic. if it doesn't if it doesn't kill we you it does make you stronger really we have been so, through the yes, most. So yes, it hurts in the moment, and I can't even deny that because I cried, my nigga. I cried, bro. <laughs> but I cried too, bro. <laughs> days, we cry together. <laughs> we we get some good people around us. Yeah, and yeah. We gotta just talk through that shit, make jokes about it. We we do what we need to do to get through it. But we get through. Yes. We move. We move. Let's see how far we are. Okay, it's a bit early for an interlude, but we're good. we're gonna interlude, and then. Yeah, we'll see you in a bit. Welcome to segment three and the final segment of Catch My Thrift mm-hmm. with Amazon. Hey. So um, this is Catch My Thrift and I feel like uh, we've, what, six episodes in and we haven't said a word about fashion on this entire podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you are quite literally one of the, the most fashionable people that I know. It's actually one of the reasons why I started hanging out with you from the Aww. first. I was like, whoa, right there. That's Instagram quality. So tell us about your fashion sense, please. Um, I feel like it, it, I don't know how to describe it fully. I, I always used to say it's a nice mix of like 90s, 80s, 90s R&B and hip hop with some uh, anime mixed with some fairy dust and <laughs> a gypsy vibe. <laughs> okay, because, like, the way you change it up for me is, like, the biggest thing for me. The, it's so easy for you to, like, really switch up your entire aesthetic. I've, I've, I've like, looked at your your Instagram. I'll, mm. I'll put your, your handle in the bio for yeah. people to follow you and check out your Instagram. And... <clears throat> There's like it's actually on your I think WhatsApp now this big red afro. Yeah. It's orange. Orange. Orange afro, and you look like a completely different, like almost like a doll. <laughs> yeah, like completely different vibe. And then like I was saying to you earlier that you have this thing of like you can completely dress like a boy sometimes, mm-hmm. and you can completely Boomer. dress like a, <laughs> like a girl sometimes. And then there's this mixture that you do in between, yeah. It's yeah. that femme stem energy that I like portraying. But that also comes from like being a dancer. Because things are usually baggy, but sometimes still sexy. Mm. So it's that combo mix that happens there. Right. Um, I usually put it in the thing over there. Ah. So, I'm curious about... When did this come about? Like, is, has this always been like, ever since always been like your kind of fashion sense? Or is this something that you came into recently? Or So I think taking it back to the comment you made about my hair on my profile picture. Okay. So my hair was probably my first medium of expression because it was the first thing I was really allowed to do. Um, and it started with like just chopping it and then braiding it and then cornering it and then shaving it all off and then dyeing it. So that happened about, say from like 2017 onwards. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's kind of recent. And yeah, I explored more in that, but still kind of wore whatever I was given. So in my family, I got a lot of like hand-me-downs, but it wasn't like <laughs> that. It was just like, mm-hmm. we do this thing called a, a ramisa, or it's actually a ramage sale, but 
where you put old clothes in a bag, um, things that you don't use anymore, things that haven't found use in the last three to six months, mm -hmm. put it in a bag and that kind of collects up over a while. And then once the bag is somewhat full, you pass it on. We'd usually pass it on to my grandmother's house. That would be like HQ where everyone finds something. Okay. And then the rest Original of the family. Original thrifting. <laughs> yeah. Wow. The rest of the family <laughs> would come to the house, go through the bags, see what fits, see what they could use, and then also add what they don't use anymore mm. again to the bags. And then from there, we'd pass it on to the next family and so on and so forth. So wow. I always got like second-hand clothes, but it was within the family or other family or family mm -hmm. we know. And that's how I bought up my wardrobe. Apart from that, also Mr. Price and <laughs> Chinatown, let's go. Um, <laughs> but those no are just Gucci. like little basic additions. You know, if I need a little vest, a nice clean top, I'd go get something or shoe or whatever. But it would be that. Okay. And I've just gathered a lot of things that I really like, like key, key, uh, pieces mm. i think that are in my wardrobe and then i think only when i moved to obs i kind of knew already what i liked my sister always used to say i dress like i'm supposed to be in a music video mm -hmm. um <laughs> i kind of already knew what i liked but i think the openness of obs and seeing other people and how they express themselves through um their clothes their fashion their aesthetic it enhanced what i was already doing so I found more of me in that and I found like, oh, I can wear it like this one day and then more mask this day and then it can mm. be the same piece and I can just change it up depending on how I want to feel in that day or how I do feel in that day. No, that's true. I've seen you. You once told me you could do it. I didn't believe you until I saw you turn a tank top into a skirt. Yeah. Successfully. Mm-hmm. And, and she a cute little number. I've always wanted <laughs> a black skirt and it's somewhere in the shop that I'm like, I either don't have the money for it or they don't have the type of skirt I like. So then I was I have a few vests that I've bought from Mr. Prise. Monsieur Prise. And I was just looking at it, I'm like, if I can fit this over my shoulders, I'm sure I can wear it as a skirt. It's the appropriate length. Like mm. for a mini skirt, it's the appropriate length. And yes, there's gonna now be two armholes. But you know, <laughs> make it work, make it fashion. And I think it's actually one of my sexier pieces if I wear it like that. Yeah, when I saw it, I was like, whoa, I was blown away. And I was, I was wearing it with pantyhose that day. Like, imagine summertime. Don't make me imagine those things. Um, this is a, a, a family podcast. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, like, I feel like what you have, you can mix it up when you need to and then just add other pieces so you can say, like, your, your fashion sense and how creative you are had to come from, like, you, you would technically forced to be creative yeah okay but also i enjoyed it because i like i enjoy getting close to my cousin she had always like the best pieces mm. so whenever i got anything from her oh, i felt like i just went shopping like i had mm. the best and then i show up at school with some and it's like old stuff because she's already had it for a few yeah, years but or it's new to I, you but it's new to me and then the way i wear it and people be like where did you get this where did you buy this and i'm like yeah you don't I even just, know. Yeah, like, <laughs> no, sometimes I'd be honest, like, it was my friends, and I'm like, nah, I just got it from my cousin. Those other people, I'm like, nah, they don't sell it anymore. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, you don't even know. You can't really find Gatekeep. it anymore. Gatekeep. <laughs> but Gatekeep. But I used to feel so cool. I'm like, ah, got this. No one else has this right now, because this is probably worn mm. out. <laughs> so what, what role, what role does fashion play in your life right now? Like, in terms of from when you wake up and the outfit that you <clears throat> decide to put on, where you work, 
um, the career that you have, your hobbies and stuff like is does fashion play a big role in that or is it just one of those things? I mean, I don't think it fashion is for me, man. It's a selfish, self-pleasing thing that I do because it makes me mm-hmm. feel happy. We like the word selfish on this podcast, so yeah, like, tell us more about that. It's it's I do it for me. So the luckily the jobs that I've had up until this point haven't been too structured to where it's like you need to be wearing these things. Yes, yeah, and there I had to do a pencil skirt, pumps <laughs> and pantyhose. But um and tie. majority of the time I was able to at least just wear my clothes. And now with my recent uh position, I have a lot more freedom mm-hmm. where as long as I'm comfortable I'm still able to do the job and still um present professionally i can wear what i need to or want to Mm. and when it comes to clothes i really just wear what i feel so i used to be someone that's like no plan your outfit sometimes i do put extra energy into that if it's really for something specific but i don't like over planning because i feel like my mood will tell me what i want to wear even if it's just track pants hoodie jersey over the hoodie Mm -hmm. and whatever that's my mood because that's how I, I felt in that moment. You know, one of the craziest things, I'm ca- I can't remember who exactly I was having this conversation with, but like in OBS, it's, it's gotten to a point where quite literally every single one of the items of my, like all, my entire outfit, my entire wardrobe is fits. It's just fits. Mm-hmm. I don't have home clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have, there's no such thing as home clothes. I'd be literally just sitting doing nothing in a full fit at home. And when I walk around and go buy bread and go like to see you at work or, or things like that, just in and around OBS, I fit in perfectly. <laughs> and the vast majority of the people around me are dressed similarly. Not, mm. not exactly that we all dress the same, but we all are dressed up to an extent. Mm. It's only when you leave OBS, like when you go to maybe town. Then or you, you feel... Yeah, like, suddenly now, now you're... Or... <laughs> you're the center of attention. Yeah. You're, it's like you, you, got, you got to fit. <laughs> And even I'll be looking at you like you did the most. And I'm like, bro, I just, I really was just mm. waking up, went to the shop and decided I need to. Right? So, like, tell, tell me about that. Like, what, what, what are your thoughts on, like, uh, the, the, the fashion culture and OBS? Seeing oh. that, like, we are now, like, the, the thrift stop, like, the thrift go-to of basically Cape Town. And also, like, the fact that the vast majority of the people that live here are daily, like, on the daily. Whether you're at spa, at the bodega, at armchair, you are in a fit. I think OBS is not even about the thrift. Yes, the thrift is the main, but OBS is a different like world <laughs> on its own. It's mm-hmm. a hub. It's a creative hub. And I've said this, it's a networking creative hub. Like, mm. If you're almost a creative in any sense, mm-hmm. being in OBS, spending time in OBS, just talking to people in OBS, you're going to meet people you might really, I don't want to say need, but People who can change your life. Yeah. Like, I've noticed that being in the two and a half to three years that I've been here now, like, just talking to people, meeting people, and social anxiety is a thing, so that's hard, but still, <laughs> like, being in arms, that energy alone, I think, just exudes, like, be yourself. Just mm. do you. And it's weird, though, because when you do live arms, like you said, then it's like, everyone else looks at you different, like, what? what? Where you going? You're from OBS, aren't you? <laughs> but 
know. It's a different world. It's a great world. And it We're needs aliens. to stop being gentrified, but it's a great world. Mm. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it is. I feel like everything is pros and cons. Okay. Okay. But yeah, creative hub, Dev. What are your favorite spots in OBS? And tell us why. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I have favorites. I have, ooh, I'm going to gatekeep on that one. And you know which one I'm talking about. Yeah, no, not our place, I'm man. Not, I'm not going to Not one. our place. I was going to get too full. And then it's not going to be no, as cool anymore. No, no. Um, but where I hang out, I'd say... Mainly trench town. If trench I'm town, completely definitely. You gotta hit the trench. So the thing is, I used trench. to work at trench for about a year and then moved away from there. But the people I used to work with still worked there for the time being. Went back to visit them. But each time I visited, there were one less of people I knew and then one more someone That's new. That's the trench. And that was changing <laughs> out so fast. So it felt like every week I'm like, new staff. Yeah. What? That's what? definitely the trench. And then there was like at least a month later, then it was like, Oh, okay, I'm seeing the same faces now. Same faces, same faces. Now I start talking. I won't lie, for the past few months that we've been here, it has been kind of like pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So once I saw that it at least stayed uh, consistent, then I started making friends with them, and then hanging out there just became like going to your friend down the road's backyard. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, no, we're just going to go grab a beer and, you know. Chill. Your friend that just so happens to have a liquor license. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it started feeling like that. So I go there because it feels like, now nah, I'm just going to my brother's, like, just visiting. And yes, obviously you pay for the alcohol, <laughs> but I'm just saying, it's still a brother's. You know, when you put money together. Look, I mean, like on a Monday, like today, if you go there on yeah. a Monday, you can definitely get yourself a hot deal, uh, the bottomless pizza. And drinks. Yeah, so for hundred rand. Why are we marketing for Trenchan? We're don't marketing OBS. Fully. <laughs> but yeah, OBS. Um, We're marketing OBS. So we want people to Mondays. come visit us in OBS specifically. And we'll rand. take them to these places. Three hours of pizza slices coming mm-hmm. and drinks at the bar. Non-stop. So for three hours, you can get your full. Mm-hmm. The thing is, now you need to navigate the lines. Be smart about it, though. All I say is work smart, not hard. <laughs> um, so get to know Come with a plan. Come with a plan. And then a fair warning I'll give anyone. Bottomless will kick you. Uh-huh. I'm saying it. Bottomless will kick you, either in the greatest way ever or the worst. But it will kick you. So just be prepared to be kicked. But yeah. it's fun either way because even Definitely. on the bad nights, no, you still had a great time. You will have a good that, time. That bad <laughs> Until moment, then. You know? So, if you want a vibe like that for 100 rand, you only have 100 rand. I'm telling you. Go do it. Go do the things. And it gets it gets nicely packed. It gets really nicely packed. So, if 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 the problem is if the problem isn't the fact that you're hungry or you're an alcoholic, then, <laughs> then it's, it's really a really a, a decent place and a lot of people I've noticed in the past few um, months that a lot of people from outside of OBS are coming yes, into. Yes, they're visiting a lot more. And now you see the outsiders and it's like, oh, now we're not mm. the ones dressed different. You yeah, are. Yeah, we, we become, we've, we've become somewhat of like a tourist attraction now. Yeah. And and that's the Hopefully easiest way you can way. tell if somebody's from OBS or not. Literally by the way they're dressed. Because then they'll look like they're going to town and be like, this is not town. You're not from here. You're not from here. <laughs> You're not from here. <laughs> <laughs> but then you see other ones dressed like fairies and you're like yeah you live yeah, down the you're road from here. <laughs> i feel like i saw you on honestly Monday. like 
and there's no the thing about OBS is that it's so crazy and diverse that there isn't a certain dress code. Uh -uh. You could you could quite literally see somebody dressed in a full tuxedo with fairy ears. You know that's from that person's I from. Remember OBS. that other time we were at Armchair and the girl had the pixie ears. Yeah, they, they had the ears. Yeah. You from you from here. You definitely from here. You see, there's, there's this other lady, beautiful energy mm -hmm. that dresses like anime characters. I'm not sure if that's oh, yeah, appropriate, yeah, yeah. but like. She's super cool to me because she is just fearless. Every and day she has, she has the, a the different cat, fit um, and everything kind of matches and everything is like cohesive with our outfit. I get Anna just for doing she, what she, she does. Can, she comes to Wendy's. She buys from Wendy's uh, quite a bit, right? And she quite recently bought a pair of uh, really, really cool platform boots from Wendy's. And um, I asked her because she always has, if you've been to OBS, you'll know her. She always has earphones on. Mm. And I asked her, what is she listening to? She listens to classical music. I kid you not, like Beethoven. Yeah, that's what she's banging the whole time. Wow. You can imagine, I right? I know that. That's the kind of people that you meet here. Real life fairy. That's the kind of people that you meet here. And if you know your way around, I mean, you can get your hands on a pair of brand new Vans patchwork sneakers that, what, cost 1,000 Rand retail for 100 Rand. Mm -hmm. Only in OBS. Yeah, just explore the space, man. It's a wonderful space. Absolutely, absolutely. Do you have any, I think, I think we've had a substantial, yeah. If I think about the amount of time that we have in the other segments... Mm -hmm. I think we have a little bit of something. Definitely, we're gonna have you back as a as a guest, returning guest. A A. Yeah, for sure. Maybe for next sure. time we talk about the music. Definitely. Um, fashion and music. Ooh. Fashion and music. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Great. Do you have any closing thoughts or any closing remarks that you want to share with us before we cut it off? Um. Nothing but share love and be peaceful. <laughs> Share love and be peaceful. Um, so it's so crazy. Uh, Amazon makes the weirdest and craziest like sounds and onomatopoeyas all the time. <laughs> I'm a and sound I'm sure you've listened to her for an hour now. Not one. <laughs> not one. Okay, maybe not many. I usually make more sounds, but yeah, that's why we'll have you back. Today, yeah, yeah. No, we'll have you back. So. This is Catch My Thrift. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, don't forget to do all the right things. Uh, like, share, subscribe, go on YouTube, comment section, hit up that comment section, like and subscribe on YouTube. If you're on uh, Spotify, please, please engage with the Q&A. And if you don't have the time to type, then you can send me a voice note. There's a link in the bio. Send me a voice note. Do all the right things. Engage with us. Thank you so much. Enjoy your day, evening, and everything. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>